Welcome, After Buzzers. You are watching the after show for the American Crime Story, the Versace Story, where tonight we talk about Cunanan's escape, his suicide, and the aftermath of the killing spree. Stay tuned for more. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Well, we are back for our final episode, guys. So glad you guys are checking in with us. Uh, my name is Shaka Simit, joined by my lovely co-host. Hey, Ronnie, how are you? <laughs> hey, After Buzzers, it's Russell Ray. Hey, After Buzzers, it's Juliet, and wow, I can't believe it. It's in finale. We're done. Oh. Um, I know we had so many, like, pros and cons, but what did you guys feel about the overall series in this finale um, in particular? Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we gotta um, jump in. We gotta jump in. I think, honestly, this episode was the final piece and it really catered to everything I was wanting and missing throughout the season and they I feel very satisfied nice yeah Oh my god, we found out what happens to Antonio. Yeah. The one thing that I wanted to know, and this is, it was very disappointing to me, but <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you guys more about that later. I, I liked it. Uh, I was one who liked the series a lot, you know, and, you know, as Juliet said, completion. And um, for me, you know, as I put a note, like, it felt like I was watching the regular news. And I don't know if that was just the way it was done, or I remember it was 1997 watching it on the news and the unpredictability of the Beach House stuff of that nature. So, so really took me there, and I was also really intrigued with some of the uh, script, uh, specifically uh, Mrs. Miglin. So that sort of came out of nowhere, and it was yeah, done her poetic. Was nice, yeah. Mm-hmm, and the shots were really nice. Uh, I like the good use of music too. So um, it kind of quieted me up, and I had my hands like in a prayer <laughs> position. <laughs> yeah. So clearly, it affected me in some kind of way. Yeah, yeah. I, I still love the series, but I still felt a little con that I didn't get enough Versace. But it would have changed the complexion of the series if it was really focused on Versace, not the murders, the crime. But um, and we were talking about that before the yeah. before the episode for the fact that um, maybe some viewers got confused that. Yeah. Because it was assassination of Gianni Versace, not when it was the o- people versus OJ. Yeah. The focus was on OJ because he was the one that was um, being charged with the crime. Yeah, I don't think they got confused. I think they purposely used this Versace name to draw the viewer in. Yeah. And the viewer's like, hey, I don't see much Versace. But at the same time, I think the script, the writing, the filming was so good that I'm like, oh. okay with it. Because I really feel like I got yeah. great, great, um, a great show. Um, but we open up again in uh, 97. Uh, just... Right now, back to the murder, exactly where we started. Uh, what were your... Did you guys have emotions? Were you emotional going back and seeing that scene again? I... Well, obviously, it, it, it's a book It's a book, book ending. End, yeah. um, so, I just thought, oh my gosh, no, no, no. Because you just don't want it to happen. Yeah, you, know you feel like I mean? maybe you can change it by kind of moving yeah, it off the screen. Yeah, and you're just hoping that, like, Versace gets into the gate before <laughs> anything happens, yeah. but you just know what's coming, and yeah. it's just so sad to see it over again. It yeah. is, and I thought that, I mean, the, um, the show did such a great job because they're showing, showing us a scene kind of frame by frame, right? We've seen this before, but somehow they're able to do it in such a different way, which, which was so cool. Mm-hmm. And we mentioned the music throughout the show that is really, really strong, but here it added so much, right? And we were seeing the murder through Andrew's eyes. Yeah. So I thought that was really, really neat how they were able to do that, mainly with music. Were you yeah. guys surprised? by his reactions, Kunanen. Because I, w- th- I was surprised. I thought I knew this character pretty well. But even his reactions in this last episode were like surprising to me. 
You talking about throughout the episode when he watched yeah. himself on the news, yeah. or just earlier on? No, when he watched himself on the news, the aftermath of the killing. No, I, well, I thought, and I'm sure we'll get more to that a little bit later. But I, I thought it was all appropriate because it did show us um, different layers. You know, like a conquest feeling that he had, and then a lack of emotion, and kind of like a oh shoot, what did I actually do moment. Mm-hmm, yeah. So all of those different paintings was really good. What, what I really got uh, intrigued by was that opening, being you know like you as a as a Miami get, a kid. Yeah. Um, it's like uh, oh. Ocean, Ocean Avenue? Yeah, right? yeah. Ocean Avenue, and uh, w- yeah, we see a scene we've sort of already seen, but now I felt like I was walking it with the heartbeat of, like, all of these nasty things, you yeah. know, murder and manipulation, and my, my heartbeat was going as the characters was going, so that was that was shot very well. Yeah, I, just, I found myself so uh, taken aback when he gets the champagne. I thought there'd be at least a moment of fear when he heard his name on the TV, on the news, but he's just excited. Well, he's been excited for a lot of the things he did that yep. didn't make sense. Yeah. And and as I was saying, like once he was going, it wasn't until he saw the news that he was like had a different understanding of his uh, wrongdoings, murder, for in fact. Yeah, because I, I thought this seemed more serious, and I thought he would have a different take on it. Um, no. it, it took me back to the moment where he was in the truck and he heard his name, or uh, was it the Volvo? But either yeah. one, he heard his name on the radio and he was very excited. So yeah. that's where it took me to. This is the ultimate celebration for him because Versace is a celebrity and he finally got up to the status to where it's an international hunt now. Yeah. Knowing that his father's not anywhere to be, you know, in the close vicinity of America. Or, well, yes and no. But, um, you know, the news is contacting his father, like... This is the, they want to know where he's going. They want to know if he's fleeing the country, right. whatever it, it may be. But um, this is the ultimate platform for him. Right. Yeah. I thought it was really impressive because we do see the him that he's trapped, right? And it feels like he's really trapped in Miami in a small space. Uh, but as you're saying, it's a global, global, you know, issue. And they're all trying to get him. So there's no way for him to hide. Uh, right. And I thought they did a really good job pushing that storyline. And, and it gave yeah. him like a consequence that I think he maybe even didn't know he was seeking. So, right. I mean, obviously what he did was going to have a consequence. It hadn't happened, so he was able to do a, yet another murder and another one. And so this one finally was like, oh, I think it was at a point where he opened up his eyes and didn't even understand, geez, this is really what I did, you know? Right. Yeah. Because, and, and he always feels like he can outsmart the police. Mm-hmm. But I think for the first time you see that idea kind of closing in on himself. Right. I, I mean, think- yeah. I, I was always wondering, I'm sorry, I, I was wondering if, like, he was, uh, you know, what aspect of drugs he was on even in that stage, just because that could be a charge to make, you know, your decisions really weird. Yeah. Right, right. I think, uh, damn, it's tough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did anyone yeah. catch, well, I know this is kind of weird and out there, but, like, did anyone catch his mistake? They always say that, um... I didn't, murder, murder, I didn't want to catch well, his mistake. The thing is, his, he made tons of mistakes. No, they should have like, been catching The him. ultimate mistake that he did, and which a lot of people who do commit major crimes do, is they stay around the crime scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he would have gotten out of... Thank goodness he didn't, but he would have gotten out of the area had he left immediately after the murder. Exactly. And not stuck around. And then they might have not found him. Right. Possibly, except I was, I was actually reading something, uh, this Vanity Fair article that said... That, that it was his M.O. to leave. So they were looking, like, for anyone trying to exit Miami, had looked for cash. They were looking along those lines. They weren't expecting him to stay. So they actually kind of chilled their look for him disdain somewhere in Miami. Right. So it was like a mistake, but for his M.O., it was like kind of smart to stay it was but again he's stuck in this boathouse he's sure just like hopped in a car driven a few miles out um but i thought as we discussed it was just really interesting his reaction because you could tell it just tilts and he's like oh wait i've been doing this and he 
is so invisible for a majority of his life, and especially after these murders, it was really chilling to see him react to that, right? Because yeah, he was shocked, yeah. and then he was like kind of thrilled. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys notice? Really bizarre. And it, real quick shout out to you guys in the chat room. Um, hopefully we'll get your chat up real quick and uh, we'll be able to engage with you guys. We appreciate you guys joining us all season long. And like, to everybody listening to yes, the yeah. <laughs> It's been a great season. And yeah, make sure to leave a comment, watch back on demand. Yes. Uh, go on AfterBuzz. There's so many portals. Uh, there's carpets, events. <laughs> lots there's of shows. Lots of shows. Oh, we like speaking it all. of, we got one coming up. Oh, yes. yeah. We, well, we always like to tell you about our uh, leader, uh, one of our leaders, her and Kevin Undergaro. This is, of course, Mich- uh, Maria Menounos. Um, I just get a kick out of the podcast. That's why I giggle a little bit when I talk about it. Because now I find myself having to watch it because, uh, listen to it rather, because every Friday, like the, the way she does this particular podcast on Sirius XM and then they filter it uh, kind of as a best of on Fridays to iTunes, it's... um. It's just so informational, you know what I mean? Like, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and honestly, they're so messy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when I get to go to this one, I'm like, oh, geez. Like, you know, I'll put it on in the car, and um, my perspective will change a little bit just because the way um, the team has put the show together. So that is, of course, Conversations with Maria Menounos, so you definitely won't miss it. And it's just a really fun podcast. I'm glad they did that because a lot of people love the serious XM content mm-hmm. but can't listen to the program because yeah. they don't have serious. Um, so this solves the problem. Yes. First of all, though, can we just talk about how she has everybody on there that I want to s- that I want to hear? <laughs> yeah, like, right? We want to hear Ashanti, yeah. okay? <laughs> and she had Ashanti recently. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, was, I was all about it. So the guest list is like what you would go for. Yes, because okay. you know, there's things that we grew up listening to that the, yeah. that the newer millennials don't you know Ashanti had good music and you want to catch up and yeah. Debrat has good music and Montel <laughs> Jordan's has you brought up you know Montel I mean? Jordan yes yes and I have met him he's a very nice man but you know these are the people that we want to see so when Ashanti was there I was like oh yeah. yes Ashanti yes. give it all to me her last episode for our dog lovers our pet lovers in general uh, covered um, things that you could do for your pet this that and the other very very detailed information I don't even have nice. a pet but yeah. I want just, one well I think what's one it. thing that's great about the podcast is that she always brings uh, experts right so it's a do- show about dogs Dogs, but you have celebrity uh, dog trainer Tamer Geller, and then you also have a, uh, a, ve- a really well-known veterinarian. I'm sorry, I don't remember her name. So it's just it's listen to the podcast to hear about n- not only Maria but also a lot of really cool experts. It's like the best yeah, podcast except for this one. Oh, shots! Oh, I'm just kidding. Maria loves us. He will be pink slip tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, do uh, when you leave her a comment, do say we brought her because she'll be yes, really happy. And exactly. We're proud of it. The Versace crew. Versace crew. Versace crew. Versace crew. Yeah. Yes. And if she gets Darren Chris on there, I'll give her the, the number one podcast uh, <laughs> shout out. Smart. Yeah. Smart. Wish it into the world. So she looks back at yeah. it and says, been there, done that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, getting back into it, um, one of our surprising characters I thought who was amazing, Judith Light, playing yes. Marilyn Miglin. Um, I, I, I wish I had known she was going to come back in this kind of strong role. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like a, almost, I, I, I want to say she was sort of like. The, the voice of reason or the vo- I don't know I, I just liked her voice in this episode what do you guys think she was it? also the voice of uh, moving forward and then yeah. she was also the voice of recollecting things in her own life um, that that she had to 
you know, this show talks a lot about how, you know, Andrew didn't have anything and he kind of painted a woe is me picture and that's why he did what he did. Whereas you've got Versace being a young boy and his mother kind of also, they didn't really have much, but it was yeah. like persistence. And uh, Marilyn also like um, echoed that comment where it was like she said later in the episode, hey, I didn't have all these things. My father passed away and I took all that and I found a way to, to be special. And I so, wanted to buy that perfume in that moment. I was like, wow, <laughs> she's really she's, she's she's selling, selling this for yeah, sure. Slow down 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. You're, I think that that's something that struck me too in this episode is even throughout the whole season, right? He Andrew's gone through a lot of stuff, but the people he's very envious of, they've gone through all their stuff, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as humans, we all deal with our things, and it's just, it's how you take the pain that's out there and handle it, right? How you take your pain and keep moving forward. And, uh, yeah, so there's no real excuse for Andrew, which we got in his psyche for entertainment, but... Not to mention he seems like this brilliant guy who's actually working very hard to try to manipulate others. So it's like, why don't you just apply that that to something that's more worthwhile for yourself? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, again, the mind of a killer. I thought (laughs) Marilyn just... She held... The besides Donatella, yeah. but she really held the pillar of strength because when the FBI comes to you and they're almost quivering, yeah, and they're having to explain to you and you're questioning them instead yeah. of it being the other way around, that's when you know that you have strength. And she was she has everything Very in line. True. And I thought it was so interesting because she really hit them hard on that. Where have you been these two months? Yep. And we and we get a little bit of that with um, our detective Lori Wider. Um, also um, in that in that room with Ronnie because Ronnie's yes. like you guys don't care. It's so interesting because Ronnie and Miss Miglin are on the exact same page here. But if you well, guys recall, she did ask the FBI agents from the beginning where are the rest of the fires. They said they only had ten. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't want to beat a dead horse because we do talk about that, and the whole show talks about like, oh, you know what what this investigation was like when four men passed away, when we were murdered, and then yeah. what it was like when this notable uh, nationwide figure. Yeah, it's not being a dead it, horse. It's, this was the reality. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I loved a lot of what Ronnie had to say, and he gave it to him direct, and yeah, um, yeah it was it was really good. Yeah, it, it, to me, it's just like she, uh, Marilyn Miglin's not even coming from the standpoint of like a gay character. She's like wondering why haven't you just done your jobs here? And she yeah. also evoked this emotion that you're like, gosh. I mean, I, how do you get through this? But then the last thing you want to do is continue to keep dealing with this. Like that. Mm-hmm. Like she had a pain that maybe that's why I started watching the show with my hands crossed, like I was in a, <laughs> in a church service because I really was uh, having a hard time even writing notes today. And we we always like to cover fact versus fiction. Mm. And one of the interesting things is that Kunanen actually pawned this gold coin from Lee Miglin. Yeah. And they had his passport thumbprint. They sent it to the um, the FBI as required by law. The thumbprint and. A week before Versace's murder, nothing was done. And I think we got some more fact and fiction with uh, Juliet. Yeah, let's maybe head to it towards after. Let's go to oh, the episode. Oh, what's up? That's a tease, baby. Oh, a little tease. Something coming up. Oh. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, well, we did have that uh, beautiful opening scene with the doves. Right. Um, and I think, well, we'll wait for that fact for a fiction. I'm like, <laughs> you, you want to know it all. Yes. Um, so then we also had uh, Mary Cunanan. And I, I felt so bad for her. She's really, I know. She's really taking it on the chin this entire. <laughs> Not only that, but she's like underneath her blanket watching the TV. Like, you know, first of all, she had to deal with postpartum, which is a very serious thing to deal with as a, as a mother who's just given birth. Well, she just didn't just give birth, but yeah. you know, it's a lifelong thing that you're always dealing with because you go back and you feel guilty. But then now she's looking at her son on camera, probably feeling guilty again, thinking, "Wow, I raised this monster." Yeah. <laughs> 
You know? And I think she's also going through this twice. There's a second man in her life who create, who does all these crimes and who takes, you know, rips the rug underneath her, right? Mm-hmm. She thinks that at first, and we saw in the, uh, a few episodes back, she has this great husband. No, she doesn't. He's a criminal. And she even admits, like, oh, I knew. So my thought when I was watching this and we were seeing Andrew and he's revealed to be a criminal... Maybe she knew deep down. Maybe she had that tilt, and she's like, "Wow, this is the second man in my life yeah. going through this." And it just looks like her. Everyone left her. You know what I mean? Like yeah. excluding the the husband and Andrew. It's like where are their children to support mm-hmm. her? Where are yeah. her family? Especially if she does have some type of mental issues that she's struggling. So, yeah. and they painted that very well. Like they had her under a cloth, and it was smoky, and like so. Yeah. I think this episode did um, step it up on a lot of like the you know the way they shot stuff that had parallels to them and had deeper. Emotions. Emotions, mm-hmm. the music. I, I was into that. They're always so good. I, I, it's like I'm sure we miss so many different small details because they're so good at like weaving together this great narrative. Yeah. Um, what were you gonna say? Yeah, I think the narrative is just especially strong with the the media, right? And you just see Andrew walking around, and he has ba- barely any interactions this episode apart from at TV. So yeah. I thought it was really cool how there's a different TVs, different rooms, uh, different news outlets. It just added such such layers to the show. It was really great. And did you guys notice almost every news broadcast? mispronounced this guy's name right. but yet he's like one of the 10 most wanted on the FBI's wanted list it's like nobody cared about Kananane. looking at this guy because no one cared Kananane. they also showed a shot of I think Andrew was it Andrew walked by somebody walked by and there was the one of the things posted yeah. um, was it, I'm not sure if it was posted and it might have been the TV no no it was posted no, okay. three, the, they had the three post. so looks. finally they're yes. there right but one of the looks was him in drag yeah. Yeah. and I mean it just went off that time whereas like in 97 all of these things had like some of them were true of course like yeah, he, he sold himself hurt. to yeah. men no but I'm saying yeah. that may have not been true I don't think it was true the, the, it, but where the news took it like the news yeah. were li- was like oh we don't know how to understand what a gay man's story is like his right. action we're, we're, yeah. we're gonna say he is on drugs and he on, and well, a lot of those are true, but he wasn't in drag, but that's what the news wanted to tell you about gay men. And I think the, that's why I said Ronnie's part, yeah. I, I liked the way he kind of gave it to them. And yeah. He really did. Yeah. Yeah. Really I wonder did. What, hey, we're gonna go, what happened to Ronnie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember that poster scene. You're, you're saying that there's like different pictures. Yeah. I thought about that too. I was like, oh my gosh, okay, so this is definitely because it's a gay man. Okay, maybe they're just trying to see, because he's trying to uh, have a different look and go under sky, under well, guys. But Well, he was known to actually wear different wigs, but not as a female. Right. But they, he was known to wear like different male wigs. Right. So, I, I, But I did think that was an interesting thing that they would just because you don't see that typically for no whereas, you don't. if I were a murderer regardless I'd probably just um, throw on a female's wig and just to think that would be the least way to recognize <laughs> me right yeah it just yeah. it just talked about 1997 media if, interpretation so I was watching an interview in 1995 not with Versace but just things were a lot different I was watching a particular interview on Ellen right before she was going to come out but hadn't said it yet and Rosie O'Donnell so you got two lesbians there just you know playing ping pong in 1995 <laughs> and they can't say certain things so when I watched that interview this week, I'm like, oh, I'm seeing how 97 treated this really? crazy topic <laughs> of same sex. And that's, so when I saw that, I was like, ah, it really was that. You know, I was a 17-year-old kid, but it really was that in 97. Yeah, and it's we had really that great cool. line from Ronnie about, you know, you guys were disgusted before he ever became disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that was yeah. good. And I think that whole thing of he's not hiding, he's only wanted to be seen. I thought that was that summed up Andrew Kanani. 100%. Perfectly. He, I feel like... I'm, we talked her throughout this season of people who did they really know him did they really get him this was the first time where I had a character I was like he gets him he knows exactly who he is yeah and, I, and at this time he's no longer 
he's not kind of persuaded by what Andrew's able to bring around. Because I think a lot of his friends weren't calling Andrew out because at the end of the day they were still having a great time and kind of partying, you know. So even though yeah. he's lying about this and the next thing, he's still bringing them around these great social circles. Right. He's not hiding. He's yeah. not hiding. Um, what did you guys think about that message from his best friend Lizzie? Oh God, um, <laughs> that was just. It, I think this character has a lot of layers, just like Andrew. She uh, is seems very sweet, and she also seems very a little obsessed with the whole fame aspect of it all. So that was a twisted video, because you could tell that she was pleading to her friend, mm -hmm. but I also felt like she was enjoying part of it. Mm -hmm. Do you guys get that? If this was 2018 and this happened, oh, well, she definitely. would have an Instagram handle <laughs> called My Best Friend Lizzie, and then like auction a book. So 100% she'd be on like Megyn Kelly, she'd yeah. be all over press touring, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, has she has she actually done any press? Oh no, I'm now not uh, she's done a little press, uh, but nothing to the extent that we're discussing. <laughs> we're no. saying, hey, we're media market. Great, now we just give her some ideas. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of clever. My best friend Lizzie, <laughs> the mind. Yeah, uh, and we actually had such an um, interesting piece of Modesto. We got to see him again. Um, mm. We didn't think we we're going to see this character again, but we saw him. Um, what do you guys think of that interaction and obviously that extra betrayal? As if you hadn't betrayed Andrew enough. I thought my mind changed as I was watching what was going to happen. Did you guys like picture exactly what was going to happen? Oh like, yeah, I gonna fly out? Oh no, I didn't know what the heck was going to happen. I was really invested yeah. in it. Um, I thought for sure, like you know, it was all going to be trash. I thought he was going to go sell the location or where he was yeah. at, um, and then he didn't do that. It made it the way the episode ran. It made it look that way because then all of a sudden the next clip you see yeah. a cassette tape. So I was like, oh, they did record him, yeah. you know. So I thought it was that, but um, it just was very like mm -hmm, in true Modesto fashion that he would right. sell out his son. Yeah, I knew he wasn't going there, but I was like, he's going to try to benefit in some way, but I, I just wasn't sure how he would. It just left me saying, when is, it gonna, when is the deception going to happen? And the then, worst boom. part about that whole thing was when he said, how much should I charge this time? Because yeah. he thought it was another interview. Yeah. So you really see, saw your kid as a tool to just bring you more financial income. Yeah, did he see his you, kid yeah. as a tool, or did he always make everything opportunist? Yeah. 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 He, he'll he even always caught himself an way. opportunity. Yeah, yeah, last episode, yeah. Um, we had a little bit of tragedy with um, Antonio D'Amico. It was just sad from the outset, just like, you know, how um, Donatella was kind of shutting him out. But any, even as they were kind of coming together, um, it seemed like they were kind of finding some common ground, but yet... That they'd be at least, they would at least accept each other's company. Yeah. And no. <laughs> uh, and it seemed like she was doing that, but only that. She's like, I will let you be sad around me, and I will be sad around you, but nothing more. Exactly. That makes me not like her. Um, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> we no wonder like now her. the real Donatello doesn't like this program. Probably because that's what the reaction would have been. Well, yeah. I mean, if... If this is how she really was, yeah. which it has been said, this is how she really well, was. Yeah, we, we have that quote that um, she gave. But yeah. What an ugly thing to be. Yeah. yeah. Especially I, if you're... Sorry, go ahead. Go no, ahead, no, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 you're fine. Um, I, yeah, very ugly, but mm -hmm. I also very sad because she, there's just no knowledge there. You know what I exactly. mean? So yeah. as infuriating as it is, it's very sad that there's, at that time at least, there's no education, right? You're kind mm -hmm. of, you need to be, sometimes you need to be taught how to be a good human being, as silly yeah. as that is, and I don't think that but that I, was. I gotta defend Donatella here for a second. Mm. We kind of <laughs> already. <Yeah. laughs> we kind of touched on this before. Um, 
But again, Donatello kind of, or at least to me, blames Antonio for the murder of Johnny Versace. A, she's kind of resentful that they had this open relationship, which then means he had the opportunity to meet um, Kunanen and have Kunanen come back in his life and kill him. Mm -hmm. So I understand the resentment and I understand the blame. And it wasn't like she was like being mean to Antonio. She was saying, like, I'm sad, you're sad, let's focus on goodbye. She's just like, I'm not going out of my way to help you because I really believe that if you were not here, my brother would be alive. I mean... And so she's in pain, too. Uh, she's not like... She, she's like, you know... I get it. People say things that's Well, yeah, I was going to say, context. I also wonder, like, you know, is the, her pushing him away, which, while I don't like it, and while there were no protections as far as their union, and you do see Antonio having to kind of, like, figure it out, I wonder if, like, a part of it really was just the fact that she has already had conversations with her brother about his passing, you know, on other, occasion, other potential cases, and then it actually happens that she just jumped into this focus mode where she had to do what she had to do and that did not require her being, you know, an extending hand for Antonio. Yeah. You know, don't hate the player, don't hate the game kind of situation. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, Donatella did have a, like, she did have say, which I'll get to later. Yeah. Um, she did have say and for the fact that she told him, I'm sorry for your loss and that you're one of the board members and you're going to tell him that your fate is up to the board. Yeah. Like, wow. Well, I think in that moment, she was not going to be like, hey, Antonio, I'm going all out for you. I got your back. She wants to be like, I'm thinking about it, my brother. I kind of blame you for this. But, <laughs> but not only that, but you should... As a, as a brother, yeah. if something happened to one of my siblings, yeah. of course you're going to go out and you're going to support their spouse. Regardless of what the relationship is, because this is why... If you blame the spouse for the sibling's death? No, this is... this is what here, That's what I was getting yeah. to. This is why we have problems in society, because everybody just talks too damn much, first of all. And that's why you end up hating, you know, in-laws or whatever, because someone runs to you and complains about little tiny things or big things. That's none of their business. And, yeah, and you have And maybe perception. Gianni did that with Donatella. He complained to her about things that were just none of her business. That was just solely in their relationship. Yeah. And she took it out on it's gonna impact Antonio. the perception of yeah, that person. Mm-hmm. True, I, I really love that theory, but I also think a lot of it is we just got to go back to whoever said it here at the panel, which was it was just her understanding. Like, you know, yeah. to think about like the way she reacted and then the way she reacted to the openness thing. And you know, here we're all trying to say, no, that is an actual situation, they were okay with it, and it is of the time. You can't mm-hmm. get married anyway. Um, you know, that's not a reason, but you can't talk about things you don't know, yeah. and so. Her reaction was very similar to her reaction to how they ran their lives. And, mm-hmm. she, and she did say, um, the real Donatella, after being interviewed about this, about whether or not the relationship between Antonio changed, she said something uh, to the effect of, well, I always respected him as a boyfriend of my brother, but I never liked him as a person, so mm-hmm. our relationship yeah. never changed. The, yeah. exact, <laughs> the exact quote is, I respected him as, a, as the boyfriend of my brother. I nev- never liked him as a person. Yeah. yeah. So. And with all that said, I mean, just the real Donatella, like, oh, my gosh, just what amazing strength, though, that she did. Yeah. I mean, even even I think about when we saw Marilyn Miglin's uh, portion of the show and she had to relive some stuff. Like, the real Donatella, like, t- to just be so fierce, even from 97, and then to go 20 years later and to yeah. hear our opinions or whatever yeah. um, it's got to be hard that's why when I see her Instagram I like like all the photos because I'm like she's, <laughs> she's, she's found Sorry, a way to yeah. live her best life which seems un- unimaginable yeah. to, to me you know yeah. so Not and one that. of the things you well, I just want to jump in yeah. real quick and say one of the things you said a while ago was like Donatello was ugly in this moment 
And I loved how at the very end, she her face is obscured by the Versace seal, and oh. she looks really ugly. With for the monism, yeah. Yeah, when when she's looking at the Versace it's thing, it's like Versace has made her ugly to a degree. Right. Yeah, and that's a yeah. good point to bring up. Yeah, I thought that was such a, a great scene where they're with the mirror. Yeah. Um, I thought it just showed a lot because it said, you know, now she's really stepping into this role. She is Versace now. She is this face. She's the Medusa. Um, and it's not pretty. And it's not going to be pretty. Yeah. She's just going to have to do the job and the work and... Yeah. yeah. Go um, with this empire. And can we can we jump into a little facts versus fiction yeah, now? Let's do it. Right, let's do it. Um so Facts versus <laughs> fiction. We had to bring out all the stuff from the last episode. Oh my gosh. So uh thank you, yeah. Um so the first scene that opens uh this show with you you we see the murder again. This murder, as we've, I think we've mentioned before, yeah. uh, Versace was shot in the back of his head. So this dramatic turn when he looks at Andrew and it goes, no, that just didn't really happen. Um, what he was wearing, Andrew, according to witnesses, is just really, they, they took what witnesses had given information, the, the cap, the backpack, all that, and really stuck to that in terms of de- uh, costume design. And the... We actually, in this episode, Andrew laughs at one point uh, because he's listening to the radio and they're mentioning that they think that this murder might be linked to the Italian mafia, which he finds ridiculous because he knows it's not true. (laughs) And at the time, they believed that because uh, when Versace was being shot, one of the bullets hit a dove and which fell right next to him. So very poetic. I'm sorry. I think that was just really crazy little fact. Um... Then we see him escape to the house, the boathouse. This boathouse was 41 blocks north of Versace's mansion. So really not far. He's yeah. he, I mean, in quite a distance, but still but considering on the, uh... he, he's not escaping. He's stuck. He's really like in a trap in a way. Um, the pretty, and there's police footage that shows the inside of the house. So again, in terms of like interior design, they really, they mimic that really well with the big TV. The couches are very similar, which, you know, it's really, I like to see how they take liberty uh, with certain and maybe storylines, but in terms of visual, it's really important to them to stay and yeah. represent that as much as possible. Maybe want a houseboat. Even the, house the, like, yes. <laughs> for sure. The photo itself, too, of him, like his his neck is cocked over a little bit, too. So mm-hmm. I liked that we saw, like, he put the gun in the mouth, he turned, like, all of that really spoke to the emotion in his right. final, final moment. Mm-hmm. Right. I know. I mean, I think it's such a great job to, that they're able to take a show and, yeah, have facts and, yes, it'd be entertaining and take certain liberties here and there and still respect the show. Mm. Um, Marilyn uh, Mingling, as we see in this episode, the FBI goes to see her to her house and tells her, you, you, you need to leave. She says no. This is kind of... Very unlikely it actually did happen. She was uh, doing an appearance in Florida a few weeks after her husband died. But again, her husband died two months prior to Versace. So those timelines do not add up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but great scenes added yeah, a lot. So I was all about it. <laughs> yeah, to the flight. And then mainly, right, we see the suicide at the end of this episode. Yeah. Antonio's su- uh, suicide. Yeah. Um, thankfully, that did not happen. He's alive and well. <laughs> He's alive yeah. and well. Has a partner since uh, for several significant time now. He still works in fashion. Uh, as we know, he met Versace when he was working, uh, when he was assisting an, an executive of Versace and did a little modeling here and there, and then they became lovers and partners for 15 years. And as Versace yeah. and liked the beauty, uh, young Antonio, he was a piece of work. He was definitely a piece of work. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Why did you say that? Because he was hot as hell. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't mean a piece of work like it was a handful. Like, I'm saying the photos, like, right. you, you know, because you, I've seen interviews of him now, and you're like, oh, wow, not only is he uh, uh, older now, but... 
he's lost lost this huge ch- portion of his life. But it, I don't know. For some reason, the photos speak to like when life <laughs> right. was just grand, you know. And that's all yeah. you can have. He had a lot of attitude and just very, very, very charming. Very charming man. Yeah, and there was that. Um, so he was actually left with fifty lira in the will of Versace, mm-hmm. and um, could stay in any U.S. or um, Italian home. But of course. Um, Versace didn't own those they were right. owned by the board but they did allow him to stay in um, those homes um, and for a limited amount of time and they allowed him to get that little um, pension or that right. part well in all fairness though the previous to uh, Versace's death uh, Versace was uh, giving him giving him 30,000 monthly allowance uh, wow. So Versace was known to spend a lot of money that he, you know, yeah. um, it, we found out at this episode that he actually doesn't even own these homes because yeah. he's spending so much money now they're on the board's name. Yeah. So he did receive a pension, but the pension was a fraction of yeah. of uh, what he had been used to. He couldn't, he stayed in those homes for a small period of time and he was really, you know, pushed to the side as we see in this episode. This yeah. is really something that happened. It happens to a lot of um, people, it's lesser now, but back before we had gay rights, uh, you couldn't really be there for your partner because yeah. once they died, you don't, when you don't have rice, it's really hard. So we saw this in this episode. He, um, the real Antonio says that he went through like a crazy depression. He had gone through depressions, he says, and hardship before this, but nothing like this. This course, really stuck yeah. him because he didn't know how to feel. Everyone was telling him to go to therapy. He took, it took him a long time to actually get to therapy. He, um, yeah, a lot of emotions, but I'm glad to know that he is alive and well. He lives in Italy. He has had a lot of um, different uh, lines, and he ha- and he's had his own fashion show. Mm-hmm. Um, and Donatello did not attend, so she's not really supporting Whoa, his once fashion Once I don't career. like you as a person, I'm not attending your fashion no show. No business here. <laughs> yeah. No business. So no family love or business but, but at least Donatello did allow him to get a little bit of money and a little was able to so yeah but to very leave. very yeah, little so. consider you know if they were if this I mean she could have said no she could have said she no actually, houses if we no were money dealing with a, if we were dealing with a straight couple you know I'm sure with with any powerhouse and there's no prenup I'm sure you get pushed to the side but yeah. if wait if they were like well, if they were married then <clears> if yeah, they were she married yeah, yeah. If they, even if they were you know but straight I think if she still didn't like the person is a person. I think she'd still oh, be, have acted the same way. Yeah. <laughs> you um, no, I'm just, uh, she actually approached him mm-hmm. with a payout versus what he was supposed to get. So her and the older brother approached oh, oh, okay. Antonio with a payout agreement as long as he was willing to sign over what was supposed to be left to him. Right. Oh, okay, nice. And then, um, do you have some more news for us? I do. So Ryan Murphy. <laughs> yes. TV News. Ryan Murphy recently said to E! News during an interview that he doesn't really care about what Donatella thinks about the series because of how she treated Antonio when it came down to the death of Versace. She also um, was... uh, Oh, sorry. (laughs) Murphy also thought that Penelope Cruz did a great portrayal of Donatella Mm -hmm. and that she shouldn't be in so many words shouldn't be ridiculed for her great work and it was a piece of art and that's what it was meant to be seen as ridiculed by whom Donatella or in Rid- general just to be ridiculed the series to be ridiculed oh, by Donatella gotcha. um, gotcha. because she did such a good job in portraying and so much work going into the effort of becoming her as a character that makes me a little upset at Ryan Murphy but keep going <laughs> <laughs> I feel and like there was different ways of, he could have worded that you, know, what? Like, you gotta had, have some respect she's to still the, a person that's who exactly what he, he, he does have respect for her but as um, for the fact that he 
didn't completely agree and didn't really care about what she thought about because it was a beautiful piece that was created and they did their research and they looked into the actual um, eyewitness accounts and some of the other things that were reported. Um, Ricky News, yeah. Ricky Martin, dun dun dun. Um, Ryan Murphy is also working on creating a series around Ricky Martin just like he did um, Sarah Paulson? Like yeah, just like Sarah Paulson oh, because so be he believes that Ricky Martin is capable of anything that you put him in front of because Ricky is so talented as for if it's scripted or reality or scripted reality has not been clarified but it was definitely hinted towards scripted and that uh, Ricky Martin would be the center of that show I'm in for it he did a VH1 reality he's goofy as heck or if he wants to get more involved as an actor as he was when he was a child he's been entertained since like 12 right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and one more thing um, Antonio Antonio was actually designing for Versace's parents company Versace SPA all right. Wait, what do you mean? When he was with when Versace? When he was with Versace. Oh, okay. Wow, very so nice. So that's how he got yeah. his design start. I don't know if I like those Ryan Murphy comments. I think you just got to stay silent if you're Ryan I think Murphy yeah, on yeah. that issue. Yeah, I agree, because it's not really your story to tell. Yeah. And I get your film, you know, you, you are telling this story, but I do... Th- I think what he's saying it comes from the sentiment that she represents a lot of family members who have done this to people. Yeah, but no matter how beautiful of a piece you're putting together, like rehashing the most tragic moment of someone's life is not like something you want to say, hey, we deserve the right to do this. Well, he did <laughs> right. say that they tried to stick to cl- as close as the book as they could. No, but so it was a portrayal so. of the book. So yeah. if... I think it's supposed to be a mutual respect, and this is just me being in his mind yeah. as someone who has produced some things. Um, you just respect the fact that it was... You're creating something, but it's trying to be as closely done mm-hmm. to a literary work. Right. Yeah, no, no, you know, I, agree. I agree with it or not. But I just say stay silent on the issue because you know what How you're doing. How can you stay silent on, on something that you created? It was taken no, out of the no, context. No, no in regards to Donatello, like you don't say, hey, look, like here's why we're doing this, and we essentially have the right to. Like he's basically saying, like, this is why we're right. It was know? agreed with, but uh, he did agree, though. I know we got to wrap up, but he yeah. did agree that he wouldn't go in depth on or he wouldn't do anything to. Donatella's kids in any portrayal in the series, which he did not. That yeah, at least he, so yeah, there was, was respect like, nice, towards her, yeah. and some of the comments that she said he also hasn't agreed with. So he should have just there you silent go. on the issue. <laughs> <laughs> but back to back to this beautiful piece that we have. Uh, it is a beautiful piece, so yeah. I'll give him that. I really like I say it, not you, Ryan. I really loved um, the scene uh, with the, with a particular song, "The Man I Love." That song. Yeah. Really, uh, they didn't play the words, but just the uh, audio, and it was at a particular portion where um, Kunanan went through all these emotions, and it was almost like he bought and believed a lot of the stuff. And I just jumped around back to that because I thought that was one of the better scenes in, in, in context of Ryan Murphy doing great right. work. I liked the way the music was. I liked the way the cassette tape went in. I liked the way they let us feel that Andrew believed it all. And what a perfect song, even without the lyrics, uh, The Man I Love, for yeah. it to be playing in the background and to like say what's going on or how he received the information. Right. I mean, yeah. such a strong ending. Yeah. My favorite scene, honestly, was the last scene when we were comparing the two deaths, I mean, the two um, monuments or whatever mm. you want to call him. And uh, you, you know, Versace will always forever be remembered and is, has this beautiful little tombstone. And uh, Andreas will always be remembered, but he's still in this small little box amongst thousands and just kind of bared away yeah. and forgotten. Um, no now. one wants, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it, yeah. would he be happy? How about I ask you that? Would he be happy with this, the fact that he's received new fame? Yes. The thi- maybe, but I think what that showed to me at least that yes, he's known, but he's not, no one wants to really remember him or like, 
respect him and just, you know, worship him in any way. I mean, think about it like this. An entire series was dedicated to that story, Mm -hmm. and his name wasn't even on the damn thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he is very much in that coffin, you know, as you said. He's very, that is, I mean, come on, the similarities are just too crazy. What did you guys think about um, the flashback right before he kills himself with his, uh, his, his younger self? I thought that was a great scene as well. It was a really strong scene. Yeah, I mean, they just tied everything beautifully together. The last scene was Versace and having that moment after he kills himself with Versace. And I, I just thought everything was so well, beautifully done. I thought it just showed that he talked his own story in his head, Andrew did. Mm-hmm. And then when get, getting the opportunity to see the other story, the real story, it's not what you said it was. And that's yeah. that's where Andrew's tick is. Yeah. Right. Well, and we got to see Naomi, as you, as yeah, you mentioned. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we actually got to footage. We saw Princess Die. We saw Alton Don. I know, the media played so, such a huge part in this, which was really, really neat way to, um, yeah, to represent the series. I'm well, really sad, guys. It's the end of a beautiful era, guys. Yes. I've enjoyed hosting the oh, show with you guys. Yes. Enjoyed seeing yes. you guys in our chat room. Wait, I was missed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can put your hand in there. <laughs> um, you guys can find me like, on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. Uh, hey, Ronnie Jr. at Randomly RJ. Thanks for watching. This has been a really dynamic show. Like, I've loved this story. The the darn, his house, Versace House in Miami is on my screensaver on my phone. Oh, so this nice. thing spoke to me. So to have Ryan Murphy and the people put a show together, yeah. it was it was what I think all the time. Yeah. And you guys can, uh, uh, thank you, by the way, for sticking with us all season and for wrapping season two with us. And some of us will be back for next season yeah. talking about some other things. And you can follow us, or me, myself, <laughs> my bad, at Russell Ray Silva on Instagram and across the whole internet. <laughs> I'm lost in my world right now. <laughs> thank you guys so much. I mean, words cannot describe how much fun this was. We're so glad we get to share it with you. And you know what? You get to share it as well. Tell a friend about this show. Watch on demand. This show, as we know, has was told backwards. So now there's so many different ways to see it. <laughs> episode to episode. Do the same with us. Um, we're family here. Uh, we love After Buzz and family there too. So make sure to follow me on Instagram at Bonjour Juliet. Also, uh, go on After Buzz and type in my name. I've been doing a lot of real cool red carpets. Oh. Really yeah. They give great advice and it really gets me through my week and I hope it'll get you through yours too. <laughs> yes. Thumbs up, likes, love and we it. love you. I'll see you guys Bye, next guys. season. Yeah. Yes. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Views expressed herein are those of the host only, and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.